Bill, a couple years ago, uh, people are saying, well, Colorado just doesn't have Pac-12 caliber athletes to win this conference. Now with a very similar core, yeah. you're winning. Did you become Pac-12 level athletes or did something else change? I mean, we've been Pac-12 level athletes. It was the fact that we were young. You know, Coach Mack came in and he brought a lot of us in and we were young. You know, and it's hard to win games when you're inexperienced. You're 19, 17, 18 years old and you're going against 21, 22 year olds. Um, you know, and, and it's an elite level. Uh, we've got, you know, we've ca caught up with everybody and we're, you know, we're older, we're bigger, stronger, and we're more mature. Bill, can you talk about Kyle Evans? Yeah. You know, obviously a little guy, but uh, runs with a lot of power. Yeah. And uh, he's done a lot of great things to earn a scholarship, and now mm -hmm. he's getting a lot of key playing time. Just talk about what he's done. Kyle's, you know, Kyle's came in and, and he he's done his role. And, you know, and everybody's role changes. You know, from him not, you know, coming in just as a, a walk on. Kyle has always, you know, went hard and uh, never complained. Never complained about not having a scholarship. Uh, actually, Kyle has, you know, been by my side through a lot of things. You know, along with Cheeto and a couple of my teammates, but Kyle has been, you know, as a running back, he's always been by my side. And Kyle just, you know, he's just, he's coming in and he's, uh, you know, fitting in right in. So I'm proud of him, and, I, and hopefully he continues to uh, help us out and give us that spark. Hey, uh, you've got that quote unquote signature win that you guys are looking for. How important is it to follow it up with a win that, with, a, with a win in a game that you're supposed to win? You know, Oregon State, you guys are favored. I mean, is that the next step in this program is to follow up a good one like that with another one? And I mean, because if you don't, then that, that, you know, that signature win is maybe dampened a little bit. I mean, we don't, we don't worry about that. We worry about Colorado. That's it. Uh, everybody, you know, everybody's, you know, still talking about Oregon. You know, that's done. You know, we're on to Oregon State. Oregon State's, you know, a good team. And if you don't go in there with the right attitude in any Pac-12 team, you're not going to come out, you know, with the win. So we're just worrying about ourselves. And we're going out there and playing Colorado football. That's it. Philip, as an offensive player, how much comfort does it give you to now know after Steven's performance in Oregon that you guys have two quarterbacks that can you know, put, put together those type of performances? Um, we've known all along that both Steven Montez and Seffo were great quarterbacks. Um, you have to, you have to uh, understand Steven, you know, took the whole spring ball. You know, he's been, you know, been in, in with the spring ball and everything else. You know, and, you know, Seffo, he's been here for a long time. Um, I mean, it pretty much comes down to everybody around them. If everybody around them is doing their part, it helps them out tremendously. You know, if we're blocking, if we're, if, if we're making the right reads, if we're making the right cuts, if we're running the ball well, if the receivers are getting open, it makes the quarterback's job easy. So for, for Montez to go in there and do what he had to do, you know, it was expected for him to, to come up and, and, and do what he did because that's the caliber player he is. And I'm proud of him and, and, um, and excited to see, excited to see uh, what he did that game. More questions? One more. Philip, what's been the reaction around campus for the last two days about that win? Um, I mean, everybody's excited. Everybody's excited. Um, you know, you got, you know, some people uh, try to make sure it says don't get to your head. But, you know, we're, we're, all, we're an older team, and we've, we've been through a lot. We've been through a lot, and, uh, you know, we've been through you know, hard times, and you know, hopefully we're going, we're going to have a lot of great times. So, um, uh, it, the atmosphere is great, you know, the atmosphere is great, and uh, we just need to continue to uh, come together as a, a student body and as a whole in the University of Colorado. That, that helps. So what does it mean to you when you see your coach getting so emotional after a win like that? 
Uh, it means a lot. I mean, Coach Max has been a father to a lot of us. He, uh, he, he gave a lot of us opportunities. Uh, like I said, we came in with him. We're, we're the, the senior class here, uh, and even though I'm a redshirt junior, you know, I came in with the senior class. We're, we're real close with each other when it comes to with the coaches and with each other, period. And uh, for Coach Mack, uh, it's, just, it's just a lot of – he spent tirelessly, tireless days trying to get, you know, get through to us and trying to find ways for us to, to understand that, you know, we're a special team and that we're a special group of kids. And, um, you know, to sit, to sit here and be able to see him, be able to show his emotions and stuff like that, it's a great feeling. He deserves it, and we're going to keep on uh, making him proud and, and uh, doing what, we, what we're here to do, and that's win football games. Any last questions for Philip? All right. Thank you, Philip. All right, go Bucks. Go Last year against Oregon State, you get to have kind of the same feeling that Keller had the other day by getting the interception to seal the win. Um, when you look back at at uh, you know what, what Keller did and what, what you did, I mean, how do you compare those those two wins and what they've meant to this program as you guys are trying to build everything? Oh man, Akello's play was I think was way more awesome. You know, just seeing uh, one of your brothers or teammates that you go to grind with every day. You know, him making play like that it makes you feel you know ten times better than you actually making the play. So, seeing Akello make that play a million times and. You know, a couple of games he's kind of dropped some of those picks or, you know, had those opportunities. And having that opportunity there at the end of that game to finish it and win the game, you know, it really felt good, especially for the, for the DBs, you know, knowing it was on us. You know, um, kind of a big picture question here. If you could cite maybe two or three reasons for the improvement of this football team this year, what would they be? Um, you know, number one, definitely leadership. You know, we have a great group of guys that, you know, I always keep saying that how we were Coach Max first class. You know, we really understood what he wanted out of us. And we've been four years in this program now. So uh, we kind of have that understanding of what he wants out of us, his leaders. You know, all of us are seniors, juniors, redshirt sophomores. And now we really know, you know, what, how to get it done. We've been through the battles, uh, blowouts. You know, we've blown out some teams. And we've, you know, been in close games, but on the winning end and the losing end. So all that experience, you know, really built uh, – this team to where it is now. And then definitely attitude, too. You know, um, we don't let things slide by anymore. If someone's sleeping in a meeting, we know that they're freshmen or they're young, that they're not really used to this college lifestyle. But, you know, we get on them real quick. If someone's late to something, we get on them real quick. So really holding each other accountable and having that attitude that we're not going to let anything uh, go by really helped us so far. Do you think that uh, the last couple years just of, of having uh, coulda, woulda, shoulda win games slip through your fingers? Do you think that that had an effect on the outcome of the Oregon game? Was it, was there some sort of mental bank that you could withdraw from, just knowing that you were there so many times and having that feeling of, of should have won these games? Did that go in at all to the Oregon game? Um, you know, the Oregon game was a great win. You know, we've been in that situation plenty of times. You know, in the past, and you know, of course, you kind of hit yourself or it hurts that you didn't win those games. But you know, the Oregon game could have ended the same way. You know, with us losing if we didn't have that experience. So I definitely think. That, you know, being in all those games has definitely built us to the team that we are now. You know, we've done, gone through so much adversity that I feel like, you know, whatever comes at us, you know, we're going to fight through it. Questions back? 
you know, the level of competition that you played the last two weeks went up dramatically from the first two weeks. But the defense obviously allowed uh, many more yards, many more yards. How do you gauge your performance the last two weeks as a unit compared to the first two weeks? Um, you know, any team you line up against, they're ready to beat you. So, you know, we, we definitely know that, you know, the teams we played before in the past, uh, the first two weeks, were uh, different teams than the, the teams we played in the last two weeks. So, you know, every week comes a different preparation. If we're a running team, passing team, if we're going to go to the slot, to the outside, if we're going to run the perimeter or inside. So, you know, every week's different. So now we're just focusing on Oregon State. Uh, we know that they have a really good uh, receiving core, a big back that likes to run through people. So, we're definitely going to be focusing on them this week, you know, trying to see how we can handle that. Cheeto, following up on his question about the Oregon game, um, now that you guys finally did come through in one of those games against an opponent that even though they weren't ranked, Oregon still probably somewhere in that top 25 conversation, getting that win and having the tangible evidence of pulling it out in the end, what does that do for you guys moving forward? I mean, just like any other win, you know, when we won Idaho State, Colorado State, Oregon, don't really matter, you know, it just gives us confidence, you know. Our goal every week is to go 1-0, and our ultimate goal is to be Pac-12 champions. So, you know, in the grand scheme of things, it definitely helps that. And we were happy, we celebrated, we had our fun, but now we're just trying to, you know, focus in on Oregon State and keep this train rolling, so. Chido, can you point to a specific moment when this team realized it's just, you know, maybe one extra hour of film study or one more rep in the summer or you know, you mentioned not letting guys sleep in meetings. Was there a, a specific point where it turned and you guys realized it just needed a little more? Well, I mean, the past three years has been really hard for uh, a lot of the young guys. We looked up to the older guys. Um, you know, that last game, I would say, or knowing that we're not bowl eligible and then seeing those uh, seniors' eyes, juniors' eyes, that that's the last time they're going to play for Colorado football. You know, there's tears in their eyes and you're going around hugging every, every senior. And, you know, you're really realizing that you don't want to go out that way and that you owe these people something. So, you know, that really built into us that, you know, that we can't, you know, make the same mistakes that we did as freshmen, sophomores, juniors, that we got to, you know, try to become leaders. And, uh, you know, when we won that Oregon game, I was in tears of joy just because I knew when I was a, a freshman, like players like Chader, uh, Jared Bell, Parker Orms, like a lot of people that I looked up to, we were getting blown out. And, you know, just giving them that, I hope they know that we won that for them and that they had a big part in that in teaching us how to uh, battle through a lot of stuff. So. Any more questions? Oregon State's got a different quarterback to play than they had last year. Um, have you seen a, a big difference in what they've got? I know, you know their, their starter is injured. We don't know if he's going to play. But from the two guys they have, how much better is their quarterback play from what you've seen? Uh, I mean, both the quarterbacks that uh, they have going for this week are pretty similar. You know, um, they like to get the balls out to their receivers. You know, they don't really uh, waste time in the pocket. Uh, so it's going to be a really good time, or a really good opportunity for our D-line to show out again. You know, they had a great week against Oregon, and we're going to need them again this week against Oregon State. You know, everything that the DBs do, you know, a lot of us are the accolades and stuff like that, but it's all on to the D-line. You know, they should be getting all the accolades. They really uh, set it up for us to make plays in the uh, back end, so. Cheeto, how strong a runner is Kyle Evans, and what makes him as productive as he's been? Oh, man, Kyle, he's, he's a very big competitor. You know, I grew up with Kyle. I uh, actually played Pop Warner with him. He was my fullback. So I know how tough he is or how tough he's been. And when he came out here, I was so excited for him. And then in him earning his scholarship and keep grinding and grinding, I see him uh, outside of uh, the regular hours doing extra stuff all the time in the offseason. So, 
you know, he really deserved it. And, you know, it's been showing on Saturdays, you know, in practice. He's a really small guy, so it's hard to see him, like, over the uh, linemen. So he has that knack of just getting loose. And that when if you don't wrap up, he's just going to pop off. So, you know, I really love Kyle and what he's been doing. So I really, you know, I've been going for him since day one. He's a San Jose guy like me. So hopefully he keeps it going. Kyle, there's obviously some serious momentum around this football program now, more so than probably in your career here at Colorado. Are you hoping this momentum spills over to the fans and you guys start seeing more people at the games? And I know that's not your main focus. You're focusing on Oregon State. But what would it mean to you for this momentum to spill over to some of the fan base and have those guys support you? Oh, yeah, definitely. You know, we're you know, we know Colorado's a big-time college football program. That's why we came here. We wanted to uh, reinstill that to everybody in the community and Boulder and Colorado in general. You know, we want everybody from Colorado to come out to the games, people to fly out to the games. We don't care if you've been here for, you know, a fan for 10 years, 20 years, or if you just became a fan today. We welcome all the support. So, you know, it really feels good for the players to know that we have that support and that no matter what, that they're going to stick by us. So, you know, if any fan, you know, saw the game and wants to come out, you know, we'd really love that. On that same accord with the fans, you guys come off the buses from Oregon when you get back here and, and see a group of fans there with them. Oh, that was ridiculous. i never seen something like that. So, you know, it was like 1230 at night, and they still came uh, to show support. You know, everybody gave them a handshake and dab. So that really felt good that uh, they're really sticking behind us, and, you know, they really believe that the rise or whatever the, the people are calling them now is really real. So, you know, we really appreciate that from everybody. Any last questions? All right. Thank, Thank you. you. Uh, Oregon State, uh, uh, Gary Anderson, the head coach there, I've known for a while because he was in the whack at Utah State and did a phenomenal job there and did a great job at Wisconsin. Um, I, I really respect him and what he's done. His teams are all extremely tough, and uh, he's doing a good job of um, getting Oregon State going. and. Uh, They've, uh, he is a heck of a football coach, and our, um, it's going to be a heck of a battle Saturday. So I'll take any questions at this time. Coach, uh, the team's done a great job of focusing week to week on, on just the next opponent, but I'm wondering after such a big win, you seem to enjoy yourself on the field on Saturday. <coughs> How much time did you allow yourself to, to enjoy it uh, over the weekend, Sunday? Um, getting back to work for this week? I, uh, we, uh, you definitely, you need to enjoy the wins, uh, especially on, at, on the field. <laughs> um, and then uh, our kids were, did a good job. And then we got back here, and there was about 200 fans here at 1 o'clock in the morning, about 75% of them students. Um, it was exciting for our kids. They went around and gave them all high fives, and we talked to them, and that was really neat. Um, and we, I got up that next morning at about 7 o'clock, and we got, I guess we got home about 2 or 3, and then, Went to church, and after church was over, I was back here, watched our film, and so I'd say about 1 o'clock, I was on to Oregon State, and so was the rest, the rest of our team and ready to roll. So we've had um, two good days of practice, and um, so we'll just keep pushing that way. Sorry, to piggyback on what Pat Marie just said, you were so emotional on that sideline. I just wondered, what was going through your mind when you hugged your son? Was it just remembering of, you know, the seniors who didn't get to that point, or what was going through your mind? Well, um, when it was 33 to 17, I was hoping it was going to be 40 to 17, and it wouldn't have probably been as emotional, to be honest with you. Um, it, it would have been been able to handle all that at times. But the way it ended, um, uh, the way they kept fighting, uh, you know, 
they just never gave up. And they haven't, we haven't really done that against an excellent football team, especially on the road. And to, to kind of get over that hump for those young men, and they've been working so hard, you know. When somebody asked me, like, when Akello intercepted his pass, what did you do? Well, I was excited. Then I was thinking about how much time we had left and what we needed to do and all that type of thing. And then after we kind of got it all settled and I realized, you know, the last snap was going, I really started thinking of Akello and his, his, um, his dad, Lucky, and his mom, Bobby, because recruiting him and all the different things. So in college, it's a little bit different. You know, you recruit these young men, you watch them grow up. They're in your office a lot. They go through different things, um, which uh, um, is fun to watch them mature through, but sometimes you want to pull your hair out. And uh, it, it was just exciting when you looked at, at our guys and what they've been through and how they did it. I knew that would be a – also, I thought it would be a great, great life lesson. I mean, I literally thought of all this stuff in the last minute um, and, uh, and how, they've, how they've grown as a, as a group of men and, and then excited for what they got uh, in, in front of them. And, uh, you know, every notch like that, I can talk to them blue in the face and they do believe and they do listen. Um, but now – they kind of get that in their belt, so to speak. It's a lot easier to believe. It's a lot easier to fight through different things and, and sacrifice things they have to sacrifice to, to be as good as they want to be. Tim Lynott was the guy you were definitely excited yeah, about, Timmy. about getting um, in a, a big in-state recruit for you. And, and already as a redshirt freshman, he stepped into a starting role. What has been your impression of, of him so far and, and how he's handled himself? Well, he's, you know, he's, he's athletic. He does a great job pulling for us. He's an excellent guard inside. He does a good job pass protecting. I, you know, I, I think he'll be a four-year starter and, uh, and, and do really well. Um, he also has um, you know, a, a really good, um, I don't know if the word's presence to him, but the, the game's not too big for him. You know, he's ready to step in and take his role and play. And we thought about playing some as a true freshman. We just didn't think he was quite mature or strong enough yet. And I think um, we made the right decision by waiting and, and then letting him have the whole spring practice and another workout, the whole fall camp. And uh, he's proven to be a legitimate Pac-12 football player. Like we were talking earlier, yeah. earlier about signature wins and what, what constitute a signature win. And I think we came up with the idea that, like, let's say if Oregon could be a signature win, it really matters what happens after Oregon. In the past, Colorado's been some teams like Kansas when they were good in Georgia and West Virginia, but they went on losing streaks after. So what's the recipe look like to build off this Oregon win and make it a signature win? Well, I think for, for our guys and our team, you know, Oregon's beat us 51-12 to 12 over the years um, since we came into the Pac-12. To go do that, I think that's a signature win for our program um, and for uh, understanding and going and beating them on the road. You know, our football team did something that no Colorado football team's ever done and will ever do again. I hope is play on the East Coast one week and play on the West Coast the next week in a Michigan stadium and an Oregon stadium. Um, that's a tough duty to do for anybody. And uh, for us to do that when everybody thought we had no chance of, in either game and we played well in both games, just didn't only won one of them, um, I think shows that our guys have stepped up to believe and they can truly beat anybody. So I think in their minds and in their hearts, it is a signature statement to them. We really can stand toe-to-toe -to -toe with heavyweight programs, and we can. We need to be a heavyweight again. So we used to be a welterweight. I think we stepped up into at least being able to spar with the heavyweights. And the more games we win, we'll see if we're a heavyweight. Coach, watching that halftime interview during that game, 
you seem to have a different conviction in your voice, a different look in your eyes when you said, not today, it's, it's not happening today. Did you see something? What, what was it? Uh, yeah, I could see it in the, the young men's eyes, and you know we kind of let them back in it too. Um, and uh, but we kept battling and looking around the sidelines. They just all kept playing. Um, where in the past you'd be having, come on, get up, get up, get up. No, they just kept playing. I could just see, and I saw really I saw that at Michigan um, too when it kind of unraveled, and then all of a sudden we we answered the bell at the beginning of the third quarter, um, which I thought was pretty impressive by those young men, um, and then didn't get, finish it like we'd like, but I definitely saw it in their eyes and definitely saw it in their work ethic and their attitude and the maturity. And it wasn't like you're having to get them up in the locker room at halftime. They were ready to go again. They wanted to get back out there. And uh, so, and even when they caught back up and went ahead, you could see they wanted to get back out there and play. Um, so they could feel it. Coach, after a win like that, there's a lot of momentum in the fan base. and. CU hasn't had a home sellout in about five years. What kind of atmosphere are you expecting on Saturday afternoon? Um, I don't know. Um, I hope it is a – we always enjoy playing. I really do. Our kids always love playing in Folsom. We love the grass. We love the scenery. We love our own locker room. We love running out behind Ralphie. Um, and, uh, you know, the crowd's so tight on you. Um, even when there might not be a packed house, it's loud. Um, and so I would love to see a packed house. And, you know, the more we keep being successful, the more that will happen. And, um, you know, I believe that definitely will keep happening. So um, we want to make sure we want to make those, those fans proud. There's no doubt about it. And, and uh, it was, it was, I think our players were really excited. Mm -hmm. We turned the corner and they saw those students standing there um, in the morning, Sunday morning at 1 a.m. I thought that they said, whoa, what are they? I said, yeah, I told you there would probably be some people here. So they were excited about that. So. Um, yeah, we love playing in Folsom. We would love to play in front of a packed house, but that's also our job to keep being successful, and then it will happen. So, Sefo, Sefo's your leader. Montez played great. Mm -hmm. What's your plan with those two going forward? Well, um, Sefo's still in completely well right now. Um, he did a little bit more today in practice. Um, um, we'll just see how the, how the week goes along, see how, that, how, how it plays out with his, with his leg. Just talk about what you've seen from Oregon State on film. Yeah, um, Oregon State, uh, you know, offensively, um, they can make a lot of plays. Their, their quarterback Garrettson's a good player. He, he has, he's a good athlete. Um, I knew about him from high school. Um, you know, you might remember his grandfather Garrettson, who was the NBA referee. Uh, so there's a great bloodline of athletics in their family. Uh, also, um, you know, Bolden, their wide receiver, number six, can fly. He made some big plays on us last year. He's also an excellent returner. I think he's number one in the country right now in kickoff returns and punt returns, I guess, combined. But I think kickoff, he leads the country. And, uh, you know, offensively, their, their offensive line is big. And uh, they have a huge running back, um, Ryan Nall, who pretty much ran over us some parts of the game last year. So we've got to really be able to control him and tackle him better. He's a physical young man. And then defensively, um, they're, they're playing a lot more man coverage. Um, I, I like their secondary. They're more athletic, I think, than they were last year. Um, I like their safeties, number nine and number three. Uh, um, Brandon Arnold and Devin Chappelle, I think they're really good players. They're big and athletic. Um, and then number 47, um, I can't pronounce his last name, but I'll call his first name Bright. Uh, he's a very good pass rusher. So I'm, I've been impressed with what, what they did. They, um, you know, they had a couple of mistakes in the uh, Boise game that kind of got them behind quick, but they kept battling. They had a chance. They that should have been tied. It should have been 31-24, but 
with about eight minutes to go in the fourth quarter, um, but they didn't get it done. So they're, they're, they've got a good football team. They, they're a much improved football team from last year when we played them. Uh, Coach, I, when you guys got off the bus uh, Sunday at the Champions Center, I, I thought I saw a Jay in a, a sling with his arm. Is yeah, there, he did. Is he, uh, is he okay? Is he been yeah, he, he's, he practiced today in a, in a blue jersey. Um, he um, hyperextended his elbow, so his arm is swollen and all that, but they x-rayed it and did all the things. He's going to be fine. He's just got to get all the swelling out of it, so they did that to keep him sling. Um, so hopefully he'll be able to go full speed Saturday. We'll know more as the week goes along. Coach, you see a lot. Obviously, Stephen was a great example. Colorado State, Colin Hill is a freshman who stepped in and done pretty well for them. It seems these days that their freshmen are a little bit more prepared, young players are a little bit more prepared to step into that role, um, maybe given the proliferation of passing camps and all these things that they do. Do you, do you sense that, that, that young guys are maybe more ready to step in and, and shoulder that load than maybe they were in the past? Uh, I, I, think it's, I, think it's, I think it's the different individual or your different system. Um, you know, if a you know quarterback comes out of a system where they weren't doing a lot of reads and a lot of throws, it might be a little bit harder for them. But they might have all the talent and skills. I think every situation is different. Um, I, you know, I was fortunate we were able to redshirt um, um, Stephen last year, and then you know the spring that he had, um, with, you know, with Cepho not out there, was able to give him a he got a lot more reps than he would have. And I think of that repetition, and then in fall camp he did did well. So I think that he was, um, you know, I think it was the right time um, for uh, Steven to go play. And I felt like he would play well. I, I didn't, I can't say, I'd be lying if I said I think he'd be the, break every, you know, break the first record of any quarterback in the history of Colorado in his first game on the road at Oregon. Um, but he had, a, um, um, he, he, did, he did really well. Like you mentioned, uh, Ryan Nall and what he did you guys last year. Yeah. You guys had him wrapped up several times in the backfield and he was able to get out of those and make some big games. Exactly. Do you feel like just in general you guys are a better tackling team and that uh, yeah, if we're, you can get him, you'll get him down? Yeah, we're a better tackling team. I think we, we tackled pretty well um, against Oregon Saturday compared to what we had. Uh, we missed a couple. You're going to miss them. I mean, that's what they, you know, major college football players. But we need to tackle Ryan better than we did. Um, and uh, he's a big load. You have to tackle him a little bit different. If you hit him up high, he's so big, you know, um, you've got to hit him a little bit lower and wrap him up. The key is wrapping him up. You cannot just knock, try to knock him down. He's not going to go down easily. He runs really well, and uh, he's faster than you think. I mean, I've watched some games from even last year, too. I've watched this year's, but I watched last year. He ran, away from, he ran away from Oregon on a long run there, which I thought was really impressive. He, he's a good football player. Coach, you've had a couple of those emotional moments, even last year against Oregon State. Uh -huh. Cheeto, when he was up here, said even he had tears of joy in his eyes this last game. Was that the first time you had seen that from your players? No, I, I've seen it um, you know, quite often when we have had those types of moments. And, um, and uh, you know, they, you know, that was, <clears throat> I mean, when you, when, you have, when you get beat pretty good by a team and then you've, you've come that far. I mean, Cheeto was on the field as a freshman. Uh, against them, um, I, I don't know, it was a score like 63 to, I don't know. They took a knee, it could have been 70, I think. And so when you're out there and you're seeing them taking a knee and you're going, God, they could score 70 on us, and you're going, you know, wow, i got to keep working, i got to keep going. And then you see that happen three years later. I mean, that's pretty rewarding. I think in anything you do in life, and especially when you're 18 to now 21, um, 
learning that and listening and hearing and keep working and um, you know the us group of us all believing in each other when they probably get bombarded outside on different things is a phenomenal life lesson because they're going to face harder things in life in the future um, and I really hope hope pray that they will be able to fall back on that if you just keep moving forward and you keep working hard and you keep doing that now they need to learn the other side of that yes we're better we're we're a good football team like I said all along now we got to keep doing it now we got to keep doing it and in the game of football you know things change people get hurt different things change. you're a different football team all the time and um, so this week we're a little bit different football team than we were last week Oregon State's a little bit different it's a little bit different circumstance we're playing at home um, can't get comfortable. You got to keep working. You got to keep pushing, and you got to do the things that your habits dictate who you're going to be. Your habits dictate who you're going to be as a person too. And so, hopefully, they're learning. If I put in the good habits, I can be a good football player. If I put in the good habits off the field and who I am as a person, then I'm going to be a good person. All of that is a life lesson to me. Um, Boy, you're asking a lot of questions today. You just sit back there and calculate. All right. Um, as far as Sefo and Steven go, is it as simple as if, if Sefo's 90% or 100% are ready to go, he's still quarterback one, or can Steven get himself into the conversation with another out-of-this-world performance? How does that work going forward? Well, I, I, that's a great question. It's all going to depend on how hot our team is at the time. I mean, and uh, um, on, on how that works. And everybody understands that in sports. Um, and so... Um, we need both of them because somebody's going to get dinged up. It's the way the game goes. Um, and uh, we need both of those guys ready to play and ready to go. Coach, could you update Jalil Awini's status? Is there a chance he could play football for you this season? Uh, yes, there is, a, there is a good chance he could play for us this year. He, he's had some back issues. He's been with the doctors. He's been with our trainers. He's working hard on his core. We're letting that kind of, uh, I guess the best word is calm down a little bit. And um, he's doing more this week, and I'm I'm hoping that he could be back for our for our last six games is what we're all hoping. And if he keeps moving like he is right now, he will be. Um, I don't know how big his role will be. I know he'll play on special teams. We just got to see how his um, how he recovers from the, his uh, back injury. Um, and uh, that's been tough on him. Um, what a great young man, and you know he's. He's been through a lot, and it, this year looked really promising, and then this hit him, and um, and he, he wants to keep trying and keep going, and I sure would love to see 16 back out there. There's no doubt. Any last questions? Thank you, Coach. Thank you. Thanks, Coach.